Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li I'm listening to 49 and Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with everybody. And let me just be honest with you. This is a lot later than what I had planned going live. SoFi Stadium was incredible. Uh was able to take my son out. Just want to say thank you to Angel, uh, who <laughs> sent us over some tickets, which was absolutely awesome and really, really cool of you. Got to meet a lot of people. SoFi Stadium was legit amazing. But, there's always a but there, they had no Wi-Fi. There was no service whatsoever. It was really, really difficult just to send out a tweet with any video attached. So, I kind of had to stop sending, you know, as the game kept going, it got worse and worse and worse. And so, it got to the point where I couldn't even send out video um, of the game that was going on. So, I apologize about that. The goal was to go live right from the stadium, and it just didn't work out. But, you know, rushed home with the kiddo. We had an awesome time. He was a little disappointed he did not get a Kittle autograph, but he got close. The person next to him got the uh, Kittle autograph, but that's okay. We've got a lot to talk about. The 49ers edge out uh, the Los Angeles Chargers 15-10 to in one of the weirdest scoring games ever. There was a point where it was 2-0, <laughs> and I think the player of the game, if I'm going to be really, really honest, um, probably not Trey Lance, who had some negatives. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Jordan Willis, good gosh. Um, you know, he's suspended. He's going to miss the first couple of games of this season, but him, he went off. Obviously got the safety, but he just was wreaking havoc in the run game, the pass game. He was all over the place. And then on top of that, if we're staying at that defensive end position, Samson Ebukam, he was all over the place as well. So, you know, we didn't have Nick Bosa, which he was out there playing around with uh, George Kittle in street clothes. Uh, put a video of that out there before the game got started. And we didn't have, you know, Eric Armstead was out there, but we didn't have D Ford. So the fact that we had, you know, our top two pass rushing defensive ends out, but our number three and four option, really four and five options, stepped up and really, you know, dominated their side of the, the ball was just awesome. And so there's a lot to take away from this game. One, Able to stop the run game. I think that has to be talked about. You look at what the Chargers did on the ground. Okay, 22 rush attempts. They averaged 2.4 yards per carry. And a lot of those yards came on quarterback scrambles on the first couple drives in the first quarter with Easton Stick, the athlete that he is, right? Um, but, man, they were able to shut down the run, and from there, everything else kind of followed. And it's almost the anti antithesis of what the 49ers were able to do offensively now when the 49ers first came out the run game was a little stiff but it was just efficient you know you look at what they were able to attribute on offense and it just kept drives going they had 37 rush attempts you love that number for four yards per carry usually kyle shanahan's north of 4.5 yards per carry so like you look at the numbers and you're like eh it's not a great time but still 37 rush attempts for four yards to carry, 148 yards rushing to their 53. And I know it's the preseason. I get it. 
but it still kind of just tells the story of the game and how the 49ers were able to, you know, just methodically bring this game to the Chargers on the ground. And from that, you were able to get some of the bigger plays with Trey Lance. And those kind of came down. I thought that was kind of key. You know, Trey Lance, good Lord. <laughs> he's hot or cold. Like, what is it that he's bringing to the table? He's, you know, rookie of the year for two drives that were just stellar. You know, right before the half and then right after the half. And then a lot of the other drives, three and out. Man, just bad quarterback reads, interception. It's it's just back and forth. And I think I want to get more into that. Um, Shah J, I do want to say thank you for the gift. He said, the gift of victory, baby. Let's go. And I get it. It is a preseason game. But I'm telling you right now, you know, me and my 18-year-old son, Joe, when we were up and there was like a minute and a half left in the game, we were going crazy. And so it brought a lot of I, – I, you get the feeling of, man, we're back into the season. Like we're so close. we got one more preseason game, and that's it. And we're there. Like this team is ready to compete. Is everything perfect? No, not even close. Every team in the NFL, you know, look at what the Seahawks just went through. They just got freaking drummond <laughs> by by the Denver Broncos. Like, those things are out there. Drew, I, I agree with you here. He says, our receivers look terrible, but with nearly all the D-line starters out, our D is going to be up late. Um, yeah, man, I'm with you there. Our receivers did look really, really bad. By far the three worst plays all happened on third down. All happened on in-breaking routes over the middle. The first was Jimmy Garoppolo, um, way too high, um, off the hands of Brandon Ayuk. Could Brandon have caught that? Possibly. I, I, I think you throw that exact same pass. He might catch one out of ten tops. Any wide receiver catches one out of ten. I understand the rule. Oh, if you hit your hands, you got to catch it. But here's what I tell my quarterbacks. Look, you're throwing the ball over the middle. Get the damn ball down. Because if it's high... You're talking about an interception, so you got to get the ball down. If it, if you get the ball down, or if you lead the wide receiver, at worst it's an incompletion. You get the ball high, that's just ripe for an interception. And not only did Jimmy Garoppolo make that mistake, but Trey Lance did it twice. You know, Trey Lance, the year that we kind of grade his overall like performance, he didn't have any interceptions. He had the one exhibition game with like a week and a half worth of practice and prep. He threw an interception there. But turnovers have never really been his thing. He had the interception off of his hands. And the sad thing is, and you know, Ayuk and Debo, they both had their guy beat. But the ball was just too high. And when Trey Lance throws that ball over the middle, it's a big difference than when Jimmy Garoppolo does. And here, here's what I mean. The power, the velocity, uh, the acceleration in that, that ball. Like, you could tell Debo was pretty shocked by how quick it got uh, through those hands. And it just tip, it's tip drill. You know, right as soon as Asante Samuel picked off Brandon Ayuk, everybody's like, oh, why didn't we pick him? And you're probably right. Aaron Banks definitely not looking great. We'll have to see what he does after the injury. I was super high on Asante Samuel. Um, he was the top-rated player on my board by far, him and Creed Humphrey. We passed on both those guys. But let me say this, and I think this is important. Brandon Ayuk destroyed <laughs> Asante Samuel Jr. on that route. He defeated him big time, had separation, got inside release, passed the sticks. It, it wasn't like Asante Samuel like dominated or anything. It was just a terrible pass. 
and he was beat so bad that the ball fell in his basket. Now, you attribute that to him, and you give him credit for it. I think there are credits due there, but make no mistake, that was a gifted interception from Jimmy Garoppolo, and you can say the exact, and I'm not bagging on Jimmy G, and it's funny. You know, I met a lot of fun people tonight at the game, and it was really, really cool. I do want to say thank you for everybody that, like, came out. It was fun having drinks and just kind of hanging out and, you know, meeting people um, from the podcast listeners and stuff like that. That was incredible. I loved it. The community is why we do this. But I would meet one person, and they would be bagging on Jimmy. I'd meet another person, they'd be bagging on Trey. I'd meet another person, they'd be bagging on both of them. And to, to all of this, here's what I would say. Nothing changed in the course of this game. There were times where Trey Lance was by far the best player on the field for either team. There's no doubt about it. You look at just those two drives, which we're going to do with our Patreon. By the way, we got all 22, baby. We got all 22 footage, finally. So for all the Patreon members and stuff like that, I do want to say thank you for your patience. NFL is trying to like screw us over, but we got it. So uh, for the Patreon breakdowns this week, we got all 22 video. We're going to be able to see the ins and outs, every single offensive play, every single defensive play from this. Um, it's coming out Monday or Tuesday. Just kind of kind of wait and see when that comes out. But as soon as it does, trust me, we're going to get into everything. But make no mistake, Trey Lance was the best player on the field out of everybody. There's no doubt about that. But he was also one of the worst. And one of the greatest measures of greatness is consistency, which he's a rookie. He's 21. He doesn't have it. Now, I can hear in the back of your, my mind, in your mind, well, does Jimmy Garoppolo have that? Much more so. Much more so. Um, and so I think again, in Kyle Shanahan's own words, as we were, you know, listening to it on the way back from the stadium, this doesn't change anything. Nothing that happened today changes anything. And yeah, Mr. Superfly, how do you coach Trey Lance into not throwing 102 mile fastballs? Repetition, staying calm in the pocket when everything's collapsing around you, which he does not have. You go back to his tape at North Dakota State, and you saw a lot of those traits where he was just calm, cool, collected, and could navigate and all those things. Ah, the NFL is a little bit different. And so you've got to give him some time, and I think Kyle Shanahan's planning for that. For the people that are like, man, why keep Jimmy? You should cut him, all those things. It's not that I disagree with you, but whenever I step into my Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch shoes, it makes sense because you've missed the playoffs in three out of four years. Why? Because of injuries to the quarterback position. You keep Jimmy Garoppolo, that's not an excuse. It's not that it's this year or bust, but you're tired of potential. Potential just means you haven't done it yet. So yeah, this roster has potential. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan has potential. They made it to the Super Bowl that one year, but three out of four is a negative. You're saying screw that. And you're like, well, why don't you cut Jimmy Garoppolo, save all that money, and spend it on some other positions? Those positions are gone. There's no more free agents out there. So if you're going to keep that, and then, again, another, <laughs> I, I'm trying to have th this conversation with people as you're listening to this. Another group's going to say, well, roll that money forward. I get you, and that is true. But, again, three out of four years have been negative. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, 
you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've got to solve that problem first. And so you keep them both and you allow. If, if nothing else, this preseason should have shown everybody not so much that Trey Lance isn't ready because I think that he is ready, much more ready than several starters in the NFL. Trey Lance is not Super Bowl caliber yet. So why force that? Why? That's my question. And again, I'm kind of trying to set up this, this scenario for Kyle Shanahan's logic uh, not necessarily my own opinion, but uh, that's kind of where we are. And so those are the things that have to be addressed. Uh, Tommy, I love it. If it hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and usually that's the rule. But also, I've coached quarterbacks. And I guarantee you, you throw it over the middle, get the damn ball down. And so it's, it's a both and, not an either or. Okay? It's both Jimmy Garoppolo's and Brandon Ayuk's fault. It's both Trey Lance and Debo Samuel's fault. It's not... Either either one of those. No, it's both and. Both of you guys got to step up. You got to get that damn ball down, quarterback, and do it three times on three third downs, all in the first, I, I think the first half. Uh, yeah, all in the first half. That's problematic. You tell your wide receivers, hey, you, got, you, you guys are out there practicing all these one-handed catches and all this stuff. Show us up. Show, show us what's up when the game happens. Um, Man, I, I, I don't know. It's problematic and it hurts, and I get that. But man, somebody's got to solve that problem. And if it happens once, okay, that's on the player. If it continues to happen, that's on the coaching staff. Why the hell can neither one of these guys get the ball down over the middle? That that's kind of my issue. A um, couple other things, yeah. And, and those turnovers, you got the win. That's cool. You move on. You dominated both sides of the ball, I feel like. There's not a statistical category that the 49ers were lacking, except for penalties. Good God. I, I, we, we, both of the scoring drives of the Chargers were aided by some pretty phantom penalties. Um, stop me if you heard that before. And I'm not one of those like conspiracy guys or whatever else. It's preseason. Refs <laughs> need preseason, too, to get into the swing of things. But... um. Yeah, um, let's see here. David, he says, John, what did you think of the special teams tonight? I thought they were better, but I'm starting to get worried about gold. Okay, so let me say this. Special teams are horrendous for the 49ers. They still were bad this night. They were better. This was Mitch Wisniewski's greatest night of his career. 
The punt that went into the end zone should have been downed. Um, it should have been downed inside the five. He had a fair catch inside the ten, which is an anomaly for him. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I bag on Mitch all the time because he shouldn't have been drafted in the fourth round. That was an absolute reach, but whatever. Um, no, this was his best game. Robbie Gold, not too worried about him because we've seen this pattern before where he has a slow start and then he just goes bananas. Um, I mean, Robbie Gold's a top four kicker in the NFL, absolutely, period, no doubt about it. Uh, missing the extra point after the penalty, yeah, that sucks. Uh, but again, we've seen this pattern where he's slow to start and then just goes ham. So not too worried about that. And again, because you have so much of a track record of that, but yeah, you're right. It, it sucks. You miss extra points, there should be a problem there. Um, that, that you're right. You're right. Let's see here. Um, John, any news on Jennings and Matthews? Um, why didn't uh, they play injuries? Matthews was out there late. Matthews didn't get snaps until very, very late in the fourth quarter. I was really, really surprised. You know, we were able to move down. Shout out to uh, the listeners that I, I was able to meet up with. We were able to move down pretty low right behind the 49ers bench, and he seemed kind of pissed in the third quarter. He got out there a lot in the fourth quarter. They came out earlier. Uh, I don't remember the exact injury for Joan Jennings, but they basically said, yeah, he's not going to suit up today. Uh, but I'm telling you this right now. Joan Jennings safe. That dude's making this roster. I, it, it's just what it is. It, <laughs> it's what it is. Um, anyway, Benjamin, thank you. He says, love your stuff. Again, sorry I apologize for being so late. But I wanted to get something out today just because, again, I, th I think one of the things that makes, you know, my favorite thing about this show is the post-game reaction where we can kind of feel how you guys feel about the game that just transpired. And preseason is so weird because, you know, we're programmed win or lose. That's who we are. You go to the water cooler on work Monday. Oh, you got your 49ers shirt, whatever else. Everybody knows who you are. Oh, did you win this week, right? Like, that's huge. But that's not why we're here. Preseason's different. Did we learn more about the rookies? I think we did, right? Some of them, not all of them. Trey Lance, I, I think the arrow was still pointing up. Uh, Diamador Lenore, pointing up. Uh, Talanoa Hufunga, pointing up. Ambry Thomas, I don't know. Uh, I got to wait till the film comes out and we, we get through in that a little bit more. He's having some problems, and teams are taking advantage of him. You know, very hands-on, man uh, style press man guy. That's who he was at Michigan. He's got a little bit of a learning curve. You know, if you just look at the draft value, Ambry Thomas was a third. Demo was a five. Those are inverse. Demo is the quarter, number three corner outside corner on this team. Like, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Now Talanoa, that dude should be starting. I personally believe that he's that damn good. Ha ha. Clint Dix looked really, really good. I think that there is a, a very decisive battle about to take place in these final two weeks between Tavon Wilson, who's probably got the strong safety spot now, um, Talanoa Hufunga, who, good Lord, how did he get here, and Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I think he's the first off the bench with all of his vet uh, experience and all those things. So, yeah, <laughs> there, there's there's a lot there, but I don't I don't know. Like, you learn some about some players and others. Wayne Gallman, right? Again, focusing on those last roster spots. That's what this does. The 49ers keep five running backs. I don't think they do. Wayne Gallman or Jamichael Hasty isn't making this roster. Now, I don't think either one of them had a bad game. 
But there is no doubt in my mind, Wayne Gallman was so much more consistent. The flashes for Jamichael Hasty are there. The flashes in the pan where you're just like, ooh. But there's a lot of negative plays. You look at the stat line, right? Jamichael Hasty, 19 carries, 58 yards, 3.1. His longest run of the game was seven yards. Then you look at Wayne Gallman, 15 carries, 72 yards, 4.8 yards per carry. 12 yard was his longer. There were no huge gashes in the run game, which I guarantee you pisses Shanahan off. But, yeah, you got to kind of look at this. You know what I mean? And it's, we learned some about some players today. There's no doubt about it. Trent Sherfield, that dude belongs. He is just a big play waiting to happen. And when Trey Lance is in, I want Sherfield out there. Travis Benjamin, awesome catch for the touchdown. Looks good. Looked really, really bad. Richie James, I want to be honest. You know, I tweeted this out <laughs> right after the second return by Richie James. I was like, I really hope Richie James plays for another team. And a lot of people did not like that I said that. But I'm sorry. If you are an explosive wide receiver, show me something. There's just nothing. He had a pretty good punt return late in the third or fourth quarter of the second half that I was like, man, that was the best return I've ever seen from this guy. And it was against, you know, backups. I'm sorry. I For me, the Richie James experience, like, I'm done with this, man. I am done with this. Um, Zach Campbell, he says, what did you think of Ambry Thomas's pass interference? I didn't like the call. He was looking for the ball. Now, Ambry Thomas and Demo are very handsy. There's no doubt. The, the rule says you've got five yards to reroute the wide receiver. Then after that, you have to make a play on the ball. Like, they're both very, very handsy. But you got to coach them out of that. And I don't think we've done that yet. Um, that, that That's kind of a problem I have so far with that. But, you know, you kind of take that. And you're just like, eh, we'll see. I, I think those penalties eventually will stop. At least I hope that they will. Um, but I'll say this, guys, and please hear me out. One of my – I love this podcast. We've been doing this for five years now, over 400 episodes. If this is your first time joining us, I want to say thank you. Please hit subscribe wherever it is you're listening and or watching. Um, please join this community. But we're not just a podcast. Like, I, I, it's funny. I want to change the name of this to the 49ers Rush or something. The 49ers Rush channel. The 49ers Rush community. Because we're not a podcast. We're a damn TV show. We're a community. We travel with the team. And here's the deal. I got some good news. We now have the hotels up for Los Angeles. We're staying at Hermosa Beach, baby. Um, I'm so excited about this. It's going to be an absolute. We're saving almost 80 bucks a night on hotels. But we've got three main trips planned. We're going to Philly. We're going to Chicago. And then the last week we're here in Los Angeles. We're going to be having a great time. But the first trip up is Philly. So here are your details. So excited, guys. We have worked so hard for this, and all the details are finally finished and coming together. The 49ers Rush Road Trip for our Philly game, which is going to be week two. So that's Saturday, September 18th, the night before the game. We are going to be meeting up at the Drinker's Pub, which I freaking love it. I mean, if you've ever been to Philly, or again, uh, shout out to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the pub is the heart of of Philadelphia. It's just what it is. So we have, this place is awesome. I've been there before. 
It's only a few short blocks away from our hotel. We're staying at the awesome Warwick Hotel in Renton House Square. Come join us. We have the second floor all to ourselves. We've got pool tables. we got multiple TVs for college football on. We've got giveaways, raffles. We have our own bar service and food service. It's going to be an absolute blast. Hang out, drink, but more importantly, come for the community. It's going to be 49ers fans flying in from all over the place. From 6.30 to 9.30, if you want to go party out afterwards, that's cool. But again, we're going to be hanging out there for a long time. So head over to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Click on Philly. This is week two, okay? And buy your tickets there. They're 25 bucks, and everything that we bring in through the website, it's going back to giveaways. I've bought multiple jerseys, giveaways, autograph memorabilia. So whenever you come in, you're going to get raffle tickets, all those things. We're going to be doing trivia, lots of stuff, lots of ways just to have a blast with people that you want to hang out with. So head over there. Again, this is the Drinker's Pub Saturday, and we're staying at the Warwick Hotel. By the way, we still have discount rate available for hotels at the Warwick Hotel in Renton House Square. It's one of the best historic hotels in Philly, and you get to save about 50 bucks a night if you go over there and book it. So uh, if you haven't got tickets yet, you need to get over there, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Again, this is for week two. Let's go, baby. Have some fun with us. And I got to say this, um, ShopRSA.com, one of the best sports memorabilia sites out there, they gave us a (laughs) – I can't believe this – amazing company. If you want any 49er stuff, head over there. Joe Montana jerseys, Frank Gore jerseys, all kinds of different stuff. They gave us a signed Joe Montana jersey to give away at the Philly meetup. So, uh, man, I'm telling you right now. It's going to be absolutely incredible, and I'm working on some more stuff to try to get as much stuff as possible to give away so that we can just have an absolute blast. So there's a lot that I want to take away, and again, I think I I want to leave us with this. The 49ers arrow, it's pointing straight freaking up. You look at what our defensive line has done. It's dominant. And we don't have our best players out there. It's been dominant through two games. Our backups have been dominant versus the number one for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Like, our defense is that damn good. And we don't have Bosa. We don't have Kinlaw. We don't have D Ford. I'm telling you right now, this defense is going to be good. The secondary has questions. But we haven't had Verrett. We haven't had Mosley. We haven't had K1 out there. So we haven't had Jimmy Ward out there. We have not seen what our team is. So put everything in context that is, especially defensively. Now, offensively, we've had a lot of our toys. We haven't had all of them. Trent Williams, man, you see that dude on the sidelines, and he's just different. My son even pointed out, he's like, dude, do you see that dude? You see that guy? He's huge. Um, He's a big dude. He's silverback for a reason. Kittle, great things are ahead. And on top of that, the NFL did us a favor because we're going to build a lot of confidence weeks one and two. I think we're playing two of the worst three teams in the NFL and the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles. Good news is those are road games. Here's why I say that's good news, because now some of those tougher matchups that are later you know, in the season, you get those home. So the fact that you get two of the easiest teams in the NFL, you know, back to back, I get it, road games suck. We'll be there for one of them. Things are pointing up. However, (laughs) you see the 49ers, and you could say, oh, John, you're just a rainbows guy. You're always optimistic, whatever. No, 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 no. I'm telling you this right now. Pointing up. 
So, a lot of great things to take away. I'm going to wait uh, for a lot of things till we get the film. So stay with us. Again, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, I don't know what you're doing. Um, one, for some reason, NFL Network or the NFL Game Pass took away Coach's Tape anyway, so you can't even get it. I got pretty lucky through you know, several back channels, uh, <laughs> some shady deals, but I got access to it now, so I'm going to get that to you guys. Um, go to patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. You can join the $8 Frank Gore tier. That gives you every single play of the game. Um, and we have right after the last preseason game next Sunday, we're going to be having our monthly zoom hangout for all the Jerry rice tier. That's 20 bucks a month. One, just support the podcast. It lets me do more giveaways. But, um, if you do that, we're having our zoom hangout next week, right after the game, right before cutdowns, talking about who we think should be on the final roster. And that's just the best. It's the best time of the month. Uh, just absolutely incredible. The people that are there again, community guys, uh, I don't know. You guys let me know what you think I should be calling this because the 49ers Rush podcast, I just don't like it. We're not really a podcast. We're way more, um, but that's what we got. So I do want to say thank you to everybody. Man, it was incredible meeting everybody um, and just hanging out. It, it was really, really cool. I look forward to hanging out and meeting a lot more people. Um, just incredible. So thank you guys. Man, awesome day. Awesome day. We got to see Trey Lance just ball out. 49ers arrows pointing up, and we're going to get a lot more analysis and breakdowns to you after we get the film. So just want to say thank you again, and as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.